Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. For anyone who loves renovation, wants to save money, and to learn the best tips and tricks of the industry. And now, your host, three times award winner of leading renovation website, House, and over 15 years in the industry, renovating just over 200 properties, James Woodham. Hey guys, welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. This is an audio and video podcast. We're just uh, getting used to doing these, so um, I hope you enjoy it. Now, this episode is about signing off work. Now, I just want to put put the picture out there. So you're just about to um, complete on a renovation. You've had a building company in, and um, you just need to make sure that the work has been happy. So how are you going to find that out? Are you going to go around? You're going to have a look? Um, and do you know what you're looking at? Uh, there's things that you might miss, but, uh, you know, someone that's been in the industry, if they had a look around, probably they'll point it out for you. There could be that the building company points it out too. Um, and that would just show that they're honest and they're passionate about the job that they're doing. Or they might not necessarily point it out and they'll hope that you won't either. So I've just got a list here of like the stages that you would go through and, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about each stage and what to look out for in certain areas. So right from the beginning, you've got protection of uh, all of the areas um, that they're going to be working in. And then you've got the rip out. Um, and then you've got the disposing of everything. And then you've got the first fix, second fix of electrics and plumbing. You've got the carpentry, tiling, painting. And then you've got things like a silicon application, uh, where they just seal around any corners and joints um, and then just cleaning up everything after that. That's just to name a few. But uh, so you, you don't want to be in a position where you're not happy with some works, but you don't really say nothing. And then you get to a point later on and you mention it and it's probably too late then to have anything corrected. Uh, so you want to be saying it early on. And um, you can have some signing off pieces of paper, uh, which would literally just state that um, you're happy or you're not happy and what you're not happy about. And then you can just tick it off as you go. And then uh, you've got a firm list of everything you're not happy with. And they've understood that. Now, I'm just going to start from the beginning about protection. So protection, you just want to make sure that they're using the right materials in the right places. So if you've got hardwood floors, such as an engineered board or a laminate board uh, that's down in uh, your uh, hallway or you know your walk areas where they're going to be walking and treading at each time, you don't want to just um, accept a dust sheet uh, which is just made of cotton because anything can happen. Some stones can be underneath. They could end up scratching your floor. So you want to make sure that they're taping down some really hard plastic. It's actually called Cortex or Corex. And um, they should be putting that down. It's about two to three millimeters thick. And then they it, it can stay down and it's very durable. Um, so when they're walking in and out, they're not going to damage what's underneath. So make sure that you don't just settle for a dust sheet. Dust sheets can go over your furniture and stuff like that, um, but not really on any hardwood floors. So yeah, um, ripping out. Now, if they're going to be ripping out everything, are they disposing of everything? Are you disposing of everything? So if they are, you want to make sure that they're putting them in um, some really hard, durable bags that are not going to split as they're going out um, and, you know, as they're going out of the house so they don't fall over and uh, nothing, everything goes all over the place. 
you want to make sure that uh, if they are disposing of it, they're disposing of it correctly. So they are either using themselves in a van and they're taking it to a trusted tip site or they've hired someone to come in like a skip um, and uh, they're going to be loading everything up in there as well. You also want to just check certain things like if they've got a skip, then are they going to be putting it on your property? So maybe just check to make sure that no damage is made from them putting it on your property and um, maybe make some precautions to stop the uh, to limit, limit the damage that, that can be caused. First fix electrics, you just want to think about like all your light switches, your, dub, your, double, your double sockets, single sockets, all of those kind of things. Um, you want to make sure that they've got them at the right height, they're centered, they're level. You don't want, you know, no, no missing screws. Have a good look at the screws as well to make sure that they're not busted where they've been screwing them in too tight maybe. And just give them a play about. Make sure that they're, fa- they're fixed quite securely against the wall and, uh, you know, they're not moving at all. If you've got like some chrome sockets or some stainless steel sockets, just have a look. Make sure that they've got no scratches around the sides and stuff like that. Make sure they've been really, really careful uh, when they've been fitting them. Again, for the first fix plumbing as well, make sure that they've got all the points in in the right positions. Make sure that the height is there. Make sure that it's centered to exactly where you want it so that there's no... Have a really good look at the pipe work. Make sure there's no like really tight bends or... um, some dents in the pipework and stuff like that. Make sure that there's no messy solder joints. Make sure there's like no solder all over the floor where they've just been burning the solder to collect to connect the copper together. And uh, make sure that they do a test as well. So on the first fix where you've got all your plumbing in, before everything starts getting boarded up and covered up so that you don't know if there's going to be a leak, I would suggest that you're, you turn back on the water and you put some stop um stop caps or some uh, isolator valves which basically just shuts off and stops the water going everywhere else Um, and then turn the water back on and leave it on for a good 24 to 48 hours just to make sure that there are no leaks or really like small little um sweaty leaks that are coming out out of the uh, the joints just have a real good look with carpentry, you want to make sure that all of the skirting and the architraves have been mitered correctly. So the join in the corners are perfect. You don't really want to be seeing anything more than two millimeter thick gap. Hopefully, you know, if someone's really good, they're going to only give you a very, very, very small gap um, that can just be then filled with some caulking or stuff, you know, some filler or something like that. And you don't want, so you want to, you don't want to be seeing any large gaps anywhere when with, with the carpentry and if there is, then you want to be looking out if they have filled it with this caulking or filler and it's just all over the place. It looks like a large piece of white gap in between your, your, the, 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 the wood. And then if they're fitting your kitchen, you just want to make sure that the kitchen cabinets have lined up. So they're all like together and they're screwed and supported against the wall. Uh, make sure that they're level as well. Make sure that the worktop joints are close together. Um, now, if you're, you're having um, a laminate worktop fitted and uh, they've got to cut it in the corner, then it's actually um, a, a joint there and uh, that takes quite some skill to do something like that. So um, you just want to make sure that not only is the joint really clean, but also it's been bolted underneath. Um, there should be two key bolts that keep a joint together on a laminate worktop and also for a wooden worktop as well and make sure that there's no 
holes like in your in your architrave and your skirting you've got knots in the wood so you just want to make sure that there's they've just you've bought enough hopefully you've bought enough timber to to make sure that there's some smooth pieces no knots in it and uh, no, no holes in it no indentant and indentations as well so you just want to be making sure that it's perfect with the tiling you need to be checking all the grout lines because now the grout lines are the gaps in between the tiles and it's necessary for them to be there just in case of any movement and you just want to be making sure that they are all the right size and that the spacers are not stuck inside in between the tile because that's not the way to do things either spacers are actually used so that as a temporary basis before any grout they're not supposed to be left in there after um so you want to be having them taken out before they grout um and then when the grout's there you just want to make sure that it's all one consistent line for wall tiles um you're looking at around two to three two to three millimeters um of a grout line for the floor maybe three to four five millimeters um but not really any bigger than that look at the tiles make sure there's no cracks some of the cracks can be very fine so you just want to make sure that there's um you, you have a real close look make sure you've got some good lights when you're looking at it as well Make sure there's no chips in the tiles, especially on the edges as well, because when the tiles are being used to be cut on machines, the tile, uh, especially if they're ceramic, um, they they end up being bashed up against the, the machine sometimes. And uh, if someone's not careful, they're going to end up doing a small chip. And that chip, if especially if it's a glazed tile, is going to end up being a, a, a rough surface and then that can end up getting getting a bigger chip so you just want to make sure that there's no chips on the tiles so have a real good look make sure there's no imperfections in the tiles as well tiles sometimes come with imperfections so you, you just want to make sure that they have had a look at all of the tiles and made sure that you know that uh, there are no imperfections when they've been fitting them if you're working with any stone or some porcelains you want to be making sure that um, once they've installed the tiles that they've applied a seal and it's like a clear solution and they put that on top of the tiles um, and let, let it dry for 20, 24 to 48 hours before they grout it and that just stops anything like staining um, it kind of impregnates the tile to make sure that uh, no grout no 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 grout goes inside the tile and stains the tile so make sure that that happens too make sure they're all even as well make sure you look at the corners and that all of the cuts are the same distance and make sure that you know if even if your wall does curve that the cuts go with it you don't want to be you don't want to be seeing that they've tried to follow a straight line when your wall isn't actually straight and then you know you're you're you've 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 got like gaps going all the way up so you want to be making sure that they've taken that into consideration painting um just make sure that there's no peeling of the paint that they've done the correct amount of layers there's no shadows no paint bleeds around your windows and, and uh where they've put the masking tape up against um your carpet that you you know that the paint hasn't bled through and um and and that it's all an even finish you want to be making sure that it's all an even finish as well the second fix plumbing um you just want to be this is when you've got all of the basin and the toilet and the bath and everything being fitted so you just want to make sure that these are your most precious pieces these are the things that you're always going to see so making sure that there are no scratches no damages 
making sure that the toilet is screwed down onto the floor and it's not just fixed by silicon and stuff like that. So you want to make making sure that they're using the screws. Make sure that the basin is level. So, um, you know, put, put a level on top of it, making sure it's level as well. And that, again, that's fixed against the wall. Um, and uh, with the bath, stick a level on that as well, making sure that that's level, uh, making sure that they've got a frame around it um, if it needs a frame, so making sure it's got a timber frame around it, and that you've got access points. So with anything that's any any waste or access to taps and stuff like that, you need to be making sure that you've got access points to that. So if you're going to be thinking that I want a really nice tiled bath panel, then you want to be able to uh, make sure that you've got access to that at certain points. So you don't really want to be pulling off um, 10 to 15 kilograms of a bath panel with tires all over it. So you want to maybe have a section where you can get in there and um, check to make sure that, you know, you can access those those bits as well. Making sure that all of the pipe work has got isolator points on it. And by that, I mean, it's it's a it's it's a piece of it's a fitting it's a fitting for pipe work where you can get a screwdriver literally turn it to horizontal and it will shut the water off but just in that area so you don't have to think about shutting all of the mains off from the whole entire apartment or or house so these are just isolating the water to to the bathroom or to the kitchen for instance so make sure that they've got all of those check the pressure so make sure that you you make sure you make sure that you check the pressure before the, any work is done. That's part of another um, episode when when we're doing uh, property damage checklists and stuff like that. Um, but if you've all if you know you've got good pressure, when you've got the second fix going in, have a have a test to see whether it's the same pressure uh, that you had previously. And if not, bring it up. Have a have a chat with the plumber about it and ask him why. Checking for leaks. Uh, check for the water temperature as well. So. Turn your shower on, making sure that the water is um, uh, the right temperature. If it's not, it's usually because it's a, it's a new shower valve and it just needs the thermostat to be adjusted a little bit. So maybe just have a, have a word with the plumber about that too. Um, then you've got your second fix, electrics. Now, just making sure that you've got even plug sockets, they're not loose, uh, just like I spoke be- uh, about before. Check it, turn, on, or turn on all of the lights, making sure that they all work in the right areas. And if you've got any dim, dim, dimmers, then make sure that they work too. Um, make sure that they're the right zones as well. So just to go back to the bathroom a minute, if you've, if you've got um, some, some down lights which are coming through the ceiling, or any lights really, they need to be uh, zone one or zone two. Now you can go on online and fight, figure out exactly what zone one and zone two is, but it's just about being safe uh, where any electric is against water. So you want to go and make sure that they are installing the right uh, zone lighting uh, in uh, your your bathroom. And um, uh, by that, you can just uh, have a look at the boxes. If they're going right next to the bath or within one meter, 1.5 meters um, of a shower or a bath, then they have to be zone one. Um, anything outside that can be zone two. So you just want to, you can go online and you can have a look. There's some some really good uh, infographics about that. Um, Now, when it comes down to finishing everything off, this applies to some silicon or caulking. Now, by that, I mean uh, the the chemical, the silicon that actually 
uh, secures all of the joints and stops any water ingress through the tiles and uh, through the corners in the in, in the joints. Um, so it's a, it's a tricky one, but usually you would get in a professional. So if you've just spent a good 15 grand on a new bathroom, you don't really want just anyone doing your silicon. Um, it's a skilled uh, thing to do. So you want to make sure that it's being done with patience. It's being done right. And the way a good way to tell is to make sure that it's always a continuous line. There's no thick bits and no, no thin bits. It's a continuous line. And it's an equal amount on both surfaces. So if you think about your bath up against your tiles, then that needs to be um, about a three millimeter bead of silicon. So 1.5 of that should be on the on the bath. 1.5 of that should be on the on the on the tiles. So it's just an equal distance, and it, that it's all one continuous line. Um, if it's not, then uh, you want to have it to ask to have it done again. I mean, it can really stand out, but if you're looking at clear silicon, sometimes it's really hard to point that out. But you still want it done right. Any unequal silicon that's not done right can actually end up peeling off. Water can get behind it. And then you're starting all again. So you want to make sure that it's done. There are professional silicon applicators um, that just do that as a job. And um, they can range from anything, um, including silicon. It can cost around about £150 um, in the UK. So you want to make sure, I mean, it's definitely worth it because it's one thing, especially if you've got white tiles up against um, black silicon, you want to make sure that it's done perfectly. So just consider it plumbers can do it and they always do do it but um you want to pick, be picking someone that's very very good at doing it so maybe ask them to do a test maybe ask them to show you how, how it's done um and if you're happy with the way that he's doing it then let them continue uh, but if not i would i would look at getting someone in that can do it as a professional and finally we just got about the cleaning now building companies sometimes charge for this and they include it within their quotation but uh other times you just want to be making sure that they they do take it on. You don't want to be the one that ends up cleaning your entire apartment after some renovation works. Um, I don't know, you might do, but ideally um, it would be good if that was done by a professional and then you can start to enjoy it straight away. So just ask um, and make sure that uh, they're either covering it and if not, if they can cover it. Um, and then uh, when, when they do come in, make sure that they're cleaning everywhere. So um, not just in the areas where they worked, but in the areas where they walked, in the, in the areas um, where dust may have got and the doors weren't shut, so maybe your living room or your kitchen. Um, but you need to be making sure that they give your house a full clean over. Maybe not necessarily like, you know, if, the, if they're just working on one floor, maybe just go one floor above, depending on how many floors you've got. But you do want to be making sure that they give it a real good clean over. Clean outside as well. Um, if they've been working out in your back garden or your front garden cutting tiles, you want to be making sure that all of the dust and all of the, the ceramic residue is all cleaned away. Um, but that's about it, really. It's just a short episode. And I hope that was very helpful to you. Um, the ultimate point, in summary, I would just say that when you're having works done at certain stages, Really have a good look around. Spend the evening having a good close look around. Write down any of your concerns. And uh, if you're not too sure, get a second opinion. Get someone to come in and say, do you think this looks right? 
And if not, then you've got a chance to speak to your contractor. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to doing the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye.